1: welcome back it is the bachelor lifestyle from the baller com. my name is brian beckner it's the finale of the bachelorette the long heavy slog of a season finally ended on a hilltop in crete or a studio in Los Angeles depending on your perspective I'm joined now as I am each and every week by mr. Jason Stewart Jason what's up hello everybody hello everybody signature sign on and we are joined we are blessed to be joined by good friend of the program reality Steve reality what is up my friend
2: how you doing, guys?
1: Yeah, this is a good one. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. So it feels like it's so long ago. Do we should we pour a little out for Pete? Like he's <laughs> we we lost Pete at the at the very beginning of this two part finale of the Bachelorette, and uh, you know he didn't get he didn't get much of a send off. Like he's we understand that he got he got very laid. In the fantasy suite, and then he was promptly seen off, uh, never to be heard from again. So, see you later, Pete. Were you guys sad to see Pete go?
2: Yeah, we got um, a, a – uh, she, she doubled down on the fact that, no, 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 we didn't bone twice. We yeah. boned four times, <laughs> and then I let him go. So, that doesn't really speak well to his bedroom Antics, it? I,
1: I gotta be honest that first of all the room that they banged in was a super bummer but also if if i kind of agree with hannah if you're banging four times in one night that's there's something wrong that's too many sessions the, the correct hold room, on a second hold yeah on
3: a second. you guys you guys both read that as the four sessions. Each session end with him
1: ending. Is that how you guys well, that's, read that? That's how you. That's how you determine a session. That's that's the that's the understood definition see, of a session.
3: I think that's a very misogynistic uh, look at things. I mean, in two thousand
1: nineteen, it's a world we live in.
3: I think I think she was referring to the fact that she finished four times, and uh, it's it's empowering to women. Well, let's hope she I did. will. I will say this. Yeah. Admitting to uh his family ten feet away that they did it four times on national TV. Um like in, in no way, shape or form in any you know, in the real world would that would that go over and the parents certainly wouldn't be cheering and giddy uh when this admission is made, especially after they already know that you dumped their kid. Um, yeah.
1: yeah. Do you think.
2: I don't remember, why they there. I don't remember ever seeing a, a third place finisher's family in the audience. Now, granted, they are in Westlake, so they're probably right. a hop, skip, and a jump from the studio yes. if they lived out of state. I'm guessing those parents aren't flown in. But yeah, it was kind of just weird having his brother and parents there listening to them hear about their son and brother's sexual promiscuity in a, in a, in a, in a grease windmill.
1: The whole thing. It was weird. I I have to think that despite her being well-pleasured by Pete in the windmill, the um, strange German prayer during hometowns had to be echoing in the back of Hannah's mind when it came to- time to decide who the final two suitors would be on this show because that was odd. <laughs> I forgot
2: about that. Uh,
1: do you think Steve, and I don't know if there's been an announcement on bachelor. I feel like the, the way this ended tonight, we're, we're going to lose the obvious bachelor who was Tyler C. Um, do you think this kind of helped Pete's chances? Because it's my understanding that similar to Jed, Pete uh, bounced on a steady girlfriend to go be on The Bachelor as well. Is that not true?
2: It is. It's not as severe as Jed's, not nearly as um, scandalous. Right. Um, But uh, I would say that if if we're saying that Tyler is now out of contention, which basically means the only way he's still in contention is if him and Hannah are completely done within a month. Yep. Because uh, that's when the announcement will be made. Um, we're looking at probably Peter or Mike. Yeah. I just don't see anybody. There's certainly not anybody else from this group of guys, nope. and they usually choose from the season before. So we've got Peter or Mike, and that's it. So I would expect it to be one of them. Do you,
1: do you just see – It
3: like, is funny, too. Yep. I mean – I remember when they I remember when they um when they cast what's her face uh rachel okay the first uh black subject on the franchise the black i remember um that was yeah that was that was a bold move yeah um and even in two thousand nineteen I don't know if like middle America and the south and stuff is gonna is gonna erase something like that but i i gotta say man i after watching Mike do his thing and then and then uh, after the fact, uh, flirting with celebrities and whatnot, yeah. I think Mike could pull it off. I think he would be a good bachelor. Are, are, are you in agreement with that,
2: Steve? I'm fine For if sure. he's named the bachelor. I'm fine with it. Um, I do think that there is one possible candidate uh, that could come out of paradise. Um, oh, so that's.
1: Since we're not
2: talking Paradise and Paradise spoilers and whatnot, I don't want to say anything. But oh. I'd say out of that crop and knowing and knowing what happens on Paradise this season, I'd say we there is one possible candidate that could come out of that. Oh. So I will. Wow. I'll say that maybe we'll have on that later on during Paradise season.
3: And, and the show the show has precedent for for yeah. breaking for breaking the uh, the cycle. Right, Nick Vile uh, was certainly not a contestant on the previous Bachelor season. I remember him there, and then, uh, what's his face? The, uh, cool. the race car driver. And Colton. Yeah, I mean... Well, he was a... wasn't
2: on Paradise. Are yeah. you talking about people on Paradise becoming the Bachelor?
3: Or... No, I'm, I'm, I'm just talking about people who are cast as Bachelors who weren't necessarily uh, a part of the previous Bachelorette season.
1: Um,
2: yeah, Nick and... Nick and Ari are the two most recent ones. Colton was definitely on the previous season, and yeah. then went on Paradise. As
1: and well. those yeah. ones were extenuating circumstances. Remember, they were going to pick the—they were going to pick the, they were gonna pick the um, musician, the guy with a thousand-yard stare that had seen some shit in Fallujah. He was. He was from Texas, and they were gonna yeah. they were gonna pick him, but he wouldn't um give them ownership of his music or something right wasn't like he like he was on the plane or he was in town like he was about to be announced, and there was some contract issues, so they needed to slide I can't remember if it was Nick or Ari um who slid in there on that i think it was Nick that was um oh god who am I, that so
2: that was should uh luke came from jojo season yeah that was that was Nick yeah yeah that was, that was Nick. when they brought Nick. Uh
1: yeah i, I now think we they have, have we, we have... They have strong candidates. I'm, um, I think it's for sure either Mike or Pete. I don't really see how they, how they turn Tyler around. You know, the way that the, that this show likes to sort of prop people up. I mean, they really, they really set him up tonight to be able to march these two around as a couple in future Bachelor stuff. I just don't see Tyler being able to slide into the, the Bachelor. Although, For my money, he's the best bachelor. The guy's beautiful. He's cut. He played football. Handles himself well. He does everything right. Yeah, I know you guys agree. Go ahead, but
3: on that point, I think that now the the franchise is kind of salvaged a little bit. And you know, Chris Harrison, I know, still thinks that this show's about uh, making couples. So this whole thing with uh, Tyler and Hannah B, I think is is the narrative that like America's pulling for this couple as opposed to them being engaged now it's something that yeah. that they could cheer for happening and it's a good thing for the show which has been pretty much a disaster all season long now what a mess since our show is not is not one of spoilers and we haven't really referred to it in the entire uh, year and all Steve does is swim in spoilers.
1: I spoil. Now it we can
3: actually talk it. about this. Yep. So, could you give us like the ninety-second version of how maybe you, in fact, reality Steve, caused the situation tonight where yes. Hannah B dumps the person that proposed to her, Jed, the singer that again brought a freaking guitar to the proposal like a jackass.
1: Unbelievable.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Filming ends around May 9th or 10th. I think I posted maybe four or five days later that she was engaged to Tyler. That was the original information that I got. Um, about, Jason, it was the day before I left to go to the Vegas party, I started hearing rumblings. I had someone literally tell me, dude, I'm telling you, you have it wrong. She's engaged to Jed. But it was wow. the day before I left for the party. I was I was like, I need to spend more time on this. I need to get some information. So um took me about two weeks, and on June eighteenth, I posted the new spoiler, which was it was never Tyler, that information was wrong. She is with Jed, they got engaged in Greece, and that's where we're at. You know, sorry, all Tyler fans, but the information was originally wrong. Four hours later, People magazine dropped the interview with his ex with his uh, with the girlfriend that they talked about tonight. Yep. Um, and then she did the media rounds with a few shows. Then she came on my podcast for an hour and a half and we talked about everything. And she just laid it all out there like, yeah, this is this is the situation. This is what it was. Everything she said in the in the media, she said to me, except we just went longer. And um, so basically, yeah, for the last five weeks or six weeks since June 18th, it's been known that um, the deal was. Uh, he was always engaged to her. He told I had reported that he did tell Hannah right after the engagement. Oh, yeah, by the way, I was kind of seeing somebody, but, uh, you know, it's it's over. I, it was no big deal. And you, can, you heard Hannah when she confronted him tonight. Like, yeah, when he told me that, I wasn't too thrilled, but I just figured, you know, I can't keep track. I'm sure all these guys are dating women. I get it. But like I told Haley in the podcast when she did it with me and I told everybody leading up to this finale, I said, I guarantee because I knew she didn't break it off the day after the engagement in Greece he obviously downplayed the relationship and it then does. when she saw what she when she saw this girl make the media rounds and she saw this girl release text messages of Jed saying I love you I'll call you when I land there's no way that was gonna ever sit well with her and that's why the breakup happened because Haley spoke out so amazing that's the that's basically the the short version of it but the weird thing is and the timing of it is, I don't know if people releases that interview with Haley four hours after I changed the spoiler that day. I asked Haley when she did it, when she did the interview, and she said she did it like three or four days before. So like that weekend. I had no idea she had done an interview. Her name is somebody that from the second I announced Jed as a contestant, her name was constantly being told to me, like, Steve, you need to get a hold of this Haley Stevens girl. I'm telling you. Jed was serious with her before she left. And I'm like, okay, I was just kind of going through other stuff and I wasn't really following up with it. And then it started to build more steam. And then I was like, okay, I need to look into this. And I reached out to Haley, um, a couple of weeks before that story was released and she never, she never responded. So I had no idea that story was coming out. I just so happened to post on June 18th. Hey, th- this is the spoiler. This is the real ending to the show. And then four hours later, people releases the interview. So I guess we'll never know to this day whether or not it was going to get released that day or they were going to sit on it a little longer. But I had beaten them to the punch that she was now engaged. But the second that they released it, four hours after I posted she was engaged to Jed, it pretty much confirmed my spoiler because why would we care of the guy that came in second place that has a girlfriend? Well, you know, he- or- nearly as much it's, you know?
1: from a strategic standpoint, it would be, it would be genius on people's part because they know they're sitting on this story. They've talked to her. They know it, that she hasn't been interviewed anywhere else. And so they just wait because they know you're going to spoil it. Eventually, boom, you spoil it and they go and they go, Hey, let's, let's cap it right here with yeah. our own exclusive interview. So that makes a lot of sense.
2: Yeah. Um, it was just it was just crazy because there were I woke up that morning still debating do am I solid enough to go mm-hmm. with it? I was pretty solid, but yeah. I just didn't know and I was like, you know what I'll just go with it. I really think this is this is good enough and then all hell broke loose that day and uh yeah it was it was quite the interesting day that day because there were so many people that were you know just in love with the fact that Hannah and Tyler ended up together and um,
3: sure. yeah
2: just had wrong info and then then it turned into ABC pulled one over on you. I guarantee she's with Tyler. They tricked you. And I'm just like, well, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. If that's what you think, um, you'll find out on the finale. But she's definitely with Tyler. And then the story broke. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, now I know it's true. Because I, there's no way they would be running a cover story and a feature story from an ex if this guy didn't win. Right?
1: Absolutely. Um, it it there was was there. actually It was actually a great boost for this season. Um, I couldn't help but thinking that when they were doing the proposals um, that they they chose like a uh, test bombing range way up high in the mountains. There's like there's like broken down broken chunks of concrete everywhere and they're way up on a hill and I go, oh, they're looking to choose a place where nobody can fucking take pictures and send them to reality Steve. Like, this is this is a pure, this is an anti-Steve proposal area. Was, was that your thoughts as well, Steve? It was a very odd location.
2: Yeah, they really, I mean, I can't remember the last time I've ever heard about pictures from a flat. I mean, they keep that shit yeah. tight, and they go to obscure places like that and lay out a bunch of rocks like they did for that one. <laughs> Ah, uh, that wasn't the most romantic setting in the world. I mean, the backdrop was great, but the actual place where they stood was like—could they have found something more remote or barren? It, like, was, it was insane. It was crazy. With a carpet and some flowers. <laughs> now,
1: let's. Uh, could
3: can we get into kind of the? Um, let's get in. Let's go micro a little bit into this this whole controversy because. Uh Brian and I had mentioned earlier on the season when she kicked out that first guy from from the night of the limousines yep. when yep. her uh when her Sacrificial lamb. friend yeah, yep. sold him out.
1: Easy. And, it's demi.
3: Yeah, and he came back with a great comeback. Like, hey, dude, you were just screwing around with Colton two months ago. Why do you care that I was screwing around with some chick a week ago or whatever? And me and Brian both thought that was a great comeback. She had yep. nothing for that. Because it's absolutely true. What the hell does anyone care what these guys do before they get on the show? Now, I thought it was particularly um, odd that, you know, I understand. She got pissed off at this guy because he misled her. He lied to her, and that's enough grounds for ending the engagement. Don't get me wrong. But she did bring up the actions as a way to make him feel bad, right? She's like... And you slept with her the night before too. I mean, I can't believe. I, I just can't believe that. Like she was. Um, I don't know. She she had this this weird like judging moment when just last night she's admitting to the parents of a dude that she had sex with four Great times. Great point. A, a week before this engagement, am, am, am I am I am I completely off in that assessment? Who no. who is she to judge? when she just went on national TV and did the exact same thing.
2: I'm going to, I'm going to give you the fans like Joe fans sitting at home's answer. And just the the basic premise of the show is I think it's, you're under the under you're under the understanding that if you're going to go on this show and profess to be open to finding love, you should do it being single as opposed to someone like Hannah, where It's known that the lead is going to date multiple people, and when you get to the end, probably sleep with multiple people. If that makes any sense, it does.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a double standard, but there's there's some there's some backbone to the double standard.
2: standard Like it's just it's the standard because it's the show and the expected the expected. outcome of the show or the ex- your expectations going into the show as a contestant is I need to be open to finding love. Well, you can't be open to finding love if you're dating somebody at home. So that's why you shouldn't be. I, and you yeah, have to that, understand that the lead is dating
3: multiple yeah, people. That's
1: just the hundred percent. The, the point that is
3: far too rational. A, a that is far too <laughs> rational, a disagreement. That is, that's a, that's a, uh, an argument from somebody who has consumed and studied, and now makes a living off of reality television. He gets it. I'm I'm coming from the I'm coming from the common man. I'm coming from the in the real world, none of that shit flies. Period. And but I will say this too. We lost out on the one chance. And I, I said to Brian a couple weeks ago, I said, there have been a lot of like fourth wall breaking on this show. You know, it's really self-aware and they they've been doing things that that you typically don't see in the show, and I think the maybe the last thing that they could break down is they actually fricking ask the subject who who proposes uh, marriage to the woman. What did you think about your chick fucking that guy the other night? Like they never ask them after the rose. What did you think about the fact that she was making out, if not having sex with the other guy, the night before you proposed to her? They never asked that question because I think that's just a little too sensitive for, Looking for, for the show's feelings. Uh ah, they th- if Jed would have like if Jed would have just kind of coasted this one out, I really wanted them to ask that question for the first time because this it was a big deal this time around, the four times in the windmill.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah, I see what you're saying. No, I mean it, and they technically they could ask it every season because we know for oh. the most part the lead will sleep with at least two. Yeah. Um, If not all three in the overnights, Um, it it could be asked, but it never gets asked because they're almost like shying away from it. And I think the only reason Hannah brought it up this season was because Luke P made her blood boil so much that it just came flying out of her mouth like, hey, I fucked in a windmill, dude. Get out of here.
3: (laughs) And you know what? Now now that I think about it, maybe I, I just completely contradict what I just said. Last night, when she admitted oh. to his parents that she had sex four times with her son, she obviously knew that she didn't have a, a, a boyfriend, which the rest of the country didn't. She obviously knew that she didn't have a fiancé. So I guess there was the security of being able to admit that on national TV yeah. since you were not engaged actually,
2: to be married. That's funny. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I knew that she wasn't engaged to anybody going into tonight, um, but I actually wrote that this morning to anybody that was still maybe doubting the spoiler. It's like, I'm sorry if she was an engaged woman to anyone from the show right now, she wouldn't like proudly announce and giggle and laugh about the fact that she slept four times with a guy that she didn't choose. Like a, that would be completely disrespectful. That's to a really good point. Was engaged to, she pretty much confirmed that she wasn't engaged. Um, so yeah, I mean,
1: Great point.
2: The main thing I didn't know about this season or going into tonight was the, was the live aspect. Obviously I can't predict predict something that isn't live. I did say just from stuff I was hearing, I was hearing that she was just single. She definitely was done with Jed. I asked, is there a possibility of a reconciliation with Tyler? And I was told like, I don't, you know, not really. And no. And I was like, okay, well, so I had reported that there was no reconciliation that was going to happen tonight. However, before the episode started, when I'm texting Friends about it and people that Jason may know. Um, I, I, w- <laughs> I was, I was saying, this show, knowing what a, knowing what a train wreck this ending is going to be, and Jed got caught with his pants down, and she ended it and took off the ring, and this show wants to give kind of what Jason mentioned earlier, it wants to give like some sort of hope, some sort of happiness to the show we're gonna have a two-hour just complete misery mindfuck where it's just like this what a depressing two hours the girl gets shit on she gets engaged she's happy she was i mean you could tell she was really happy to be engaged that day in greece and happy post-show and then you know her whole life comes crumbling down and the guy she fell in love with has been lying and deceiving her the whole time i told my friend i said look when we saw Peter get eliminated last night, they immediately went to the live shot of Peter on the couch and then brought Hannah out. I said, if they don't bring Tyler out after she eliminates him and they're saving him for last, and we know Hannah's a single woman, I guarantee something's going on because it makes it makes the perfect so like why didn't they just bring Tyler out after he got eliminated before they went to the Jed proposal? They did it with Peter and Rachel back on Peter and Rachel season. And then they went to Brian and Peter's and Brian and Rachel's engagement. Um, It was because they knew, I mean, they basically, they probably talked to Tyler beforehand and say, look, you obviously know she's single. You've probably been hearing what's going on. If, if she's interested and brings it up to you on, on stage tonight, would you be interested in reconciliation? And I'm sure he, gave him the heads up like yeah, you know, when drinks with her, cool dude, whatever. Right. Cool. Um so when I heard when I saw that he was coming out second and they had 15 minutes left in the show and every overheated woman in that audience was basically dripping in their seats that hoping was- that Anna and Tyler got back together, it was he, he almost couldn't say no at that point, you know? Like what the hell was he going to say? Nah, I'm good. He would have been booed off the stage. Yes, he's the, most, he's the most loved man in America, and now he's giving this girl who's been heartbroken for the last hour and a half a second chance. Like it was, it was too perfect. Of it, it was too fitting.
1: Yeah, it de- it definitely worked out, and there was actually some reports of flooding tonight in the Los Angeles area. And but it turns out it was just all the chicks in the audience when. Tyler showed up. I mean, it
2: was, I mean, the, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a contestant in the history of the show get that amount of screams and that amount of just, I mean, it was all there and we all kind of cons- once Hannah got rid of Jed and she's, you know, kind of smirking and everyone kind of knew that she's still and, and admitted I, there's still feelings here. We all kind of knew what was coming. It was just a matter of if Tyler's into it. And whether he is or isn't, he basically had no chance oh, of saying so. No. He was completely compelled to. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't doubt it
3: if there's some kind of a production aspect to this of like, hey, go along with this. We'll take care of you. We'll send you on another trip. You could be famous for the next few months. Now, um, let me. I, the, the, the cheering for Tyler was impressive for sure. Deafening. Spe- Most of it was coming from my
1: living room especially
3: especially juxtaposed against the reception that jed got
1: that was the best nobody <laughs> clapped no 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 i
3: no i think that the the uh very like i think the three people in the audience that did clap made it sound worse yeah. like if if it's just complete deafening silence that's just a that's a dramatic moment You're but totally there, right. there were actually three people that cheered and it just yeah. it made for an even more awkward uh is how about out?
2: how about when they're actually sitting in the chairs and Hannah tells Jed when Chris Harrison's like, so you're done with him? And she's like, yeah. And there were a couple of cheers that broke out and she's like, well, no, this isn't something to cheer about. Like, yeah. or Chris, maybe Chris even said it. It's like, yeah, it is kind of an awkward position to be in because you really don't. I mean, Jed's the most hated man in America tonight it's great. and will be for a while. But do you cheer the fact you want to cheer the fact that Hannah stood up for herself and didn't take him back and didn't buy his bullshit of, I'm still in love with you, and I wish the best for you. He, She could have said, like, I miss you too, or whatever. I didn't see that coming. I would have been really surprised if that happened. But when she said that, and a couple, again, a couple claps break out here and there, like, no, this isn't something to cheer about, people. Oh, okay, I won't, I won't clap anymore.
1: Yeah, Jed extremely overplayed his hand, and he really fucked himself because if he bails out, you know, top five ish, yeah. uh, none of this none of this comes out like no, no, it, it comes out, but it's not as interesting because he didn't win the show anyway. So who cares? And then he can go write dog food jingles and be have a way higher profile than he had before. But instead, he let it. He just. Thought that he could dodge it and he let it run out to the end. He wins the fucking show and he yeah. it goes from the penthouse to the fucking below the outhouse. Like this guy is persona non grata. He's not going to be on TV. Like no, no it's going to, it's going to be a hard redemption road for this guy who, who just completely played it wrong. And really, really, it's the, it's the, the tragedy that they, that they talk about on reality TV where he maybe didn't realize what he was getting into and it fucking ate him up and spit him out. And his, his life is much worse than it would have been had he not gone on the show. That's my yeah.
2: question. I mean, if we am going to, I'm going to make a baseball analogy here. So Stu can get excited. Yeah. Um, he was, uh he was, for what happened tonight, he was Trevor Bauer. He went from the penthouse of the wildcard leading Cleveland Indians to the shithouse, which was the Cincinnati Reds tonight. Like he's yes. he, didn't have, he didn't even have like I mean, if you listen to if you listen to the podcast that I did with Haley or you read any of her interviews that she did. That's specifically what he told her like, look, I'll just get to the top five and, yep. and, and bow out. I'm done yep. like yep. this is just doing this for my career. And he couldn't do it. And I almost even saw even on the proposal, she was happy as a clam. Yeah. And he was almost like this dread inside. I'm like, oh, fuck. I won this thing. Like, what the hell do I do now?
1: Like, yeah, a- after he played a song, she's like, okay, I want to talk. And then she was talking. And at one point, she's like, I love you. And she looked right at him and he just didn't say anything. <laughs> he was just I so stunned to be standing there. And I'm Ready? just,
2: I'm trying to think of as a guy. Yeah. Obviously, this guy was, you know, trying to have his cake and eat it too. Because if Hannah doesn't pick him or he did bone out, he just goes back to Nashville and gets back with Haley and everything's, you know, hunky dory. I mean, okay. everything's fine with those two. So I'm just – I know what he said tonight, and I know his answer was I was just too scared to say anything because I thought I would lose you, which, yeah, of yes, course. Exactly. But yep. what did he think – like I guess he just never thought that Haley would run with the receipts to me and to the media yes. outlets. Like yes. what did he think was going to happen? I guess, I guess he just never thought, well, she might say something and tell people locally, but she'll never run to the media right. and tell people I guess that's what he was thinking. It just—I I, was—I was baffled by that guy's thought process through this whole thing. Um, once he got picked, he should have told Hannah. It, you know, obviously he downplayed it. It's yeah. it, it just—I I couldn't believe his stupidity in this and how he played this. But it, did, did he come across as a guy that was, you know, anything more than a fifty IQ all season? No, no, no. So, oh, no.
1: And I mean, and also, I way, think he's like twenty-four. So that's, She's
2: I think he's 25 or 26. Yeah. But, yeah, he, but you know.
1: still, he's, he's still a pretty dumb age, like should have been smarter than, than the way he let it play out, but still like dumb enough to think that he could jump from one chick to the other and not get caught. And by the
3: way, she said tonight, she, she finally put it together as they were uh, breaking up, you know, when she goes to hometowns and every single hometowns? one of his family members, are talking her out of being yes. with them. I mean, that you would think that she chose not to listen to the, to the family that night for, for whatever reason. But I don't think that the family members were like, we're doing it because uh, they knew that, that he had a girlfriend. I think they genuinely don't think he was in this at all to, to do this. Yep. That music is everything in his life and they know exactly how it's going to go. He's obviously a selfish guy. Each of her, each of his family members was was trying to forewarn her, and she chose to ignore it. They go back to Greece. They meet with this guy. None of her family members are impressed with him. They grill him on the financial aspect, yeah. and uh, I did. I was uh, entertained and amused at that that one exchange where. The dad is trying to get out of Jed exactly, you know, what a substantive answer on on the finances, and Jed's like, "Well, you know, I, you know, an exciting thing in my life. I just, uh, I just got this uh, thing with a a, a a pet food company, and I, you know, I'm going to be doing jingles." And the dad could not have looked less impressed. <laughs> uh, and he he tells her his daughter this, and she chooses to not listen to her family and she chose not to listen to their family so th- a lot of this is on her at the end here i well, yeah.
1: I, I couldn't help but think that it's the th- because tyler was so so obviously the right guy that he, that he should easily be the one that she picks She's probably got a track record of sort of always picking the wrong guy. So for sure, she was going to pick Jed. Like there's, there's, once, once you realize her whole family couldn't stand him and that every, all the red flags were there, he was just there for his music. That was, of course, the guy she was going to pick because she probably has a history of yeah. picking the, that kind of guy.
2: Yeah. And I also think that there's something to be said for the fact that she is. I mean, I think she has said it in a few post-show interviews that um, her two serious boyfriends she's had in her life both cheated on her, and she's one of these girls that goes yeah. after the guys that she thinks that she can fix. Um, but I just think everybody watching tonight take away the the girlfriend back home stuff, just the resume of kind of like basically what her parents laid out for her, just the resume of looking at Tyler and looking at everything that he, he yeah. presented for 11 episodes of this season. And then looking at Jed, nobody can understand why she picked Jed anyway. Yeah, regardless of the girlfriend stuff, like nobody can see it. Everybody, I mean, Ty, what is what has Tyler done wrong all season? N- nothing. The yeah. guy's like the most perfect specimen perfect. they've ever cast in the history of this show. Other than the fact that he threw three picks against Florida State off his back foot when and the then, rush was
1: gone. and then had to uh, then had to transfer as a tight end, he
2: transferred to FAU and became a tight end. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but
2: yeah, I mean, it was just. Oh, yeah, I I need to fill you guys in on one thing. Um, So we have the Haley stuff and the girlfriend. So I find out during that whole thing, when I'm finding out all this stuff about Haley, that a girl contacts me who says, this came to me after the Haley stuff broke, or actually before. Um, But she basically came to me and said, hey, I slept with Jed beginning of February. It was about... 17, it was about two and a half weeks before he went to the Bahamas with Haley, Wow! but he was still seeing Haley. She slept with him and shows me the text message exchange between them on how he lured her into bed that night. And then after I talked to Haley, I'm like, hey, just by out of curiosity, were you with Jed on Super Bowl Sunday? She's like, yeah, why? I'm like, Did you, you know, they obviously hooked up on Super Bowl Sunday. I said, well, just to let you know, he was with another woman that night. Um, Morning of Super Bowl Sunday, Jed had sex with a woman that he met out at one of his concerts. He's gone by uh, the, the text exchange started at 147 in the morning by 1120. He's gone thanking her for their night. And then he's with. And that was the morning of Super Bowl Sunday. And then he's with um, Haley the rest of the day, still texting this other girl about the night and things that they did and maybe things (laughs) that she needs to uh, do Uh. (laughs) post-coitus. It was unreal.
1: Wow. Well, that does kind of play into his thing where he's like, look, we weren't that serious. I was da- I was yeah. dating other girls. Oh, by the way, I took her to a cabin then introduced her to my parents, and then and then her parents bought me a vacation to the Bahamas. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah,
2: and he tried to play it off like, I mean, Hannah asked all the right, when she confronted yeah. him, she nailed him like all the right things. Like, Jed, what? So, he basically was like, you know, the term going around on it, he's a fuckboy. That's what he yeah, is. He is. just like, fuck you know, he got, and he got caught. He didn't He didn't think he'd get caught. He's, I think he was only sorry that he got caught. I don't think he was actually sorry for what he did. Totally. I think he's sorry he got caught, and, it, we, and it's on a very popular show, and now he's going to be, and he has been, raked over the coals since Haley did the interview on June 18th. I mean, for six weeks, he's had to get numerous. I mean, go look at any of the comments on any of his Instagram pictures. I mean, it's just, it's vicious. Um,
1: that's awesome.
2: but you know but that's what you get for going on the show I mean people just don't they don't get it they, they don't understand how crazy and rabid these fans are if you have a bad edit or you come on with a girlfriend or whatever people are going to be relentless on you and he just didn't get it
3: and how about this and I mean I i, I think Jed listens to this podcast there's a he's awful at music like I, I think, I think I think there's a I think there was this thing where like, hey, he's talented for a bachelor contestant. Like, you know, he he could carry a tune and he writes songs and stuff and that 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 was kind of cute all along. But at every step I thought, God, that song sucked. Or he can't really carry a tune. Like tonight as he's singing to her and like I like I, I tweeted out, like there's there's no more awkward thing to do than to sing to somebody. If you're staring at someone awkward. in the eyes and singing at them, you're not endearing yourself to them. It's awkward. They want the hell out of there. They feel compelled to. The only thing that could be as positive because anything else makes them look like a dick. Like, but beside all that, that song he sang tonight sucked. Like he's he's awful at music. So whatever platform he was going to use here to to jump off of to to uh, increase his his profile in the music world, like you know the talent rises to the top and he's going nowhere musically he's got nothing he's going to do nothing in in this uh in show business
1: you know he's not very strategic too because i've i've made my way to his instagram and he still got pictures of himself in the bahamas february 20th on the, on the 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 trip in question uh like you might want to delete that one i know i know you look pretty good without your shirt on but maybe uh maybe put it on the back burner for a while
2: and she's not in it right it's just him yeah, there it's just him
0: it's
1: clear,
2: yeah it's yeah. clear that it was that yeah that was the weekend yeah. her birthday was february 20th so it's like her parents bought the tickets so they could go for her birthday yet it was presented to him on his birthday just a weird kind of a weird dynamic there uh, but you know whatever um
1: pretty sweet the guy just
2: royally screwed up and just tried to justify it even like when he was explaining it to Haley I mean Hannah I'm like dude just cut your losses like digging a hole the girl provided like if if Haley if Haley would have just done an interview whether the media or with me and just said it, then you, then it could have been boiled down to a he said, she said thing. But when this girl shows receipts and a text of you saying I love you as you're taking off to go film the fucking show, yep. dude, you're busted. There's nothing you can say at that point. It's obviously more serious than you made it out to be. And then he, and then he threw in the line at some point tonight of, yeah, when we were in the Bahamas, I told her I loved her. But, you know, I was drinking. Like, yes. Oh.
1: He's like, I don't he's want to make even- an excuse and say I was drinking, but I was drinking.
2: <laughs> but I was drinking. <laughs> like, can you can you make Haley sitting at home tonight watching this feel any more shittier than she probably does about the whole situation? Now this, I love you that he professed. He's taking back because he had a few pops in him. Yeah, like, that's pretty fucked. Uh, yeah,
3: I like the way I like the way he he quadrupled down on that on that uh, that statement that he only. The reason he didn't tell her is because he thought he was going to lose her. He, he even he he doubled down tonight live on that statement. You would think in the meantime, somebody would have informed him since he didn't already know this and he's not very bright. That that is the base reason for every human being ever cheating on the other human being ever. That's why you don't tell per- yeah. the person, because yeah. if I told you, you would leave me. Yeah, Yeah, no shit. Yes. He and then he, and he, <laughs> then he doubles down tonight with Chris Harrison about it, Like as if that's going to some kind of empathy point. But, but hey, Steve, I, the entire uh, drama tonight and uh, and last night, and everything kind of uh, kind of washed away the, the the Luke P thing, and we don't have to get into this too much. But like, um, you know, Luke P shows up. Um, when there were supposed to only be three guys at the rose ceremony, I thought Chris Harrison is, is, was downright dirty. He did not have to sell it as much as he did, but he told Hannah before that rose ceremony, he said, he said, quote, there are three guys out there and you need to say goodbye to one of them. He didn't have to say three guys. He could have just said multiple guys, but he did her pretty dirty. Cause you know, full well, Chris Harrison knew that Luke P was going to be out there waiting yeah. for her. Yeah. I thought the whole thing was, was, was mean to her. And then I think allowing Luke P to come back for that rose ceremony only increases the already good chances that he's going to murder or seriously hurt somebody. And it's going to come back on the show. They're going to be
1: complicit. It's, it's a Jane and, Jones situation.
3: No doubt. And then him coming, him trying to salvage himself on the men all and it going south really quick. Everybody's shitting on him. Hannah, great. Uh, Hannah didn't have any of it. The crowd was against him. He just gets up and walks away. God only knows what what was going through this guy's mind. Like God literally only knows. So I guess the question is this. Luke P. was an amazing cast member on this show. I think the show uh, did, it, did him and her an injustice by, by forcing him to stay. But have we seen the last of Luke P.? I'm guessing he's not on Paradise?
2: Correct. So if anything, the, only, the next thing that we would possibly see him on would be next season's Paradise, since he's not going to be The Bachelor. And I don't think he's going to be a contestant on the next Bachelorette. Um, but I, my guess is that guy he's gone, you know what? I shouldn't say he will never see him again because these people, the big thing on paradise now is this redemption, you know, going back for this redemption edit. Um, you know, maybe a year goes by and he thinks these people are now his friends and they want him to come on and, uh, you know, Hey Luke, come on, you'll be a redemption edit, And then he's going to come on and they're going to do him dirty again. But you know, the average fan that was watching last week's episode are like oh or two weeks ago with the or I guess showed at the beginning of last week. Um the Rose ceremony thing and him coming back. The average fan is like, oh my god, Luke, what a jerk. I can't believe you did that. But let's let's not absolve the production of this show of, course. of complete. I mean of course. You, can't, you can't get in an Uber and just say, take me to the Rose Ceremony. Like everything is done under the watchful eye of this production team. And they knew what they were doing by putting him there. He was just, I just didn't understand how he didn't get, I mean, how many times does a woman have to tell to your face, you know, please leave, get out of my face. No, you know, you never told me that you love me, but I know you do. And just stuff like that. I still know you have feelings for me, like forcing yourself.
1: Well, he's mentally unstable. He's a sociopath. So that that's it's, he gets confused.
2: Yeah, apparently, because I just I could not believe even like I, I it was hard to see it at the overnight at the overnight date dinner when the whole conversation blew up and she stands up and tells him to leave. And he just still sits there and looks at her. But then, you know, the next day or whatever, how many days later it was for the rose ceremony and showing up her constantly telling you over and over and over again, Luke, go away. Yeah. yeah. And him just standing there. No. Not until I get my clarity. I'm like, oh my God. Just completely not self-aware. No.
1: No doubt egged on by the producers and enabled at to the point where he didn't he went on a one-on-one, didn't get a rose, and then announced, I'm just gonna stay here. And they're like, okay, he gets to stay. Insane. Um, let's talk Bachelor in Paradise. I saw, I know it'll be the usual a sprinkling of Uh, People from the two most recent seasons, Bachelor and Bachelorette, and then the, or or that's like the the basis of the cast, and then a sprinkling of people from seasons past. I saw old um, Derek Peth makes a return to the Bachelor in Paradise, fresh off um, making a love connection with Taylor on last Bachelor in Paradise. That apparently didn't work out.
2: No, they were engaged for about a year, and then it ended. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, such
2: so,
3: a. The, the, so, so what do you do in, in the uh, Bachelor Universe after ending a an engagement? You go back on Bachelor in Paradise I'm to do it again. Um, according to the teaser we saw tonight, it confirms. I think what Steve, I. I I accidentally came across a teaser of Steve's. Like anything I read of reality, Steve is totally by you accident, and I quickly Real careful. Close I, re-
1: it. I read his tweets, but I just like try to skim for a couple words to make sure there's no spoilers in there, right. and then I'll then I'll bring yeah. it back onto I'll the put, screen and read the whole thing.
2: I'll start my tweet in all caps. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else? No. I mean, if I don't start a tweet with all caps, spoiler. Then you're good. Okay. You
3: probably you probably did do spoiler alert or something, but I do remember you you writing this that Blake is the story early on on Bachelor in Paradise, and if tonight's teaser is any indication, yeah. this guy's making out with Tasha, which is great uh, on him. Yeah, I'm a big Tasha guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The little bitchy chick. Um, what's her name? The Demi. Demi. And then the uh, the the other Hannah, the uh, Instagram Hannah superstar Hannah, he's making out with all yeah. three of them in oh, one commercial.
2: Which, one there's,
1: which there's one's which, Blake again?
2: The one that Beck dumped at the end for Garrett. There, mm. Runner up. Right. But don't worry, there's way more than there's way more than
1: that. Whoa. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Wow, he's cutting. Demi's not part.
2: I can tell you right now, Demi's not part of the Blake stuff. She's talking about it, but she's not part of it.
1: Because Demi, I know, and I didn't get this from you, but I did. I they have put it out there. Demi, we're going to see our first ever um, uh, same sex relationship on Bachelor in Paradise, and that I believe that involves Demi. Correct? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And that and that's legit. That wasn't for cameras.
2: Um. No, I mean she um she's I don't think she likes to identify herself. She's just kinda like, sure. I'm me and I like who I like. But she definitely was in a relationship with a woman in her past. I found that out when Colton when Colton season was airing, but hero. I couldn't wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna out her <laughs>
3: <Unbelievable.
2: laughs> say anything. It's just like one of these things that I couldn't say anything, but yeah. um when I heard it was coming on paradise because it was all pre-planned, um uh, all I can tell you is this, because this won't spoil it, since you don't even know who the woman is. Um, the girl that Demi is with on Paradise, she was dating for three months before even heading down to Paradise. And it's oh, not come on. and it's not someone that's in Bachelor Nation either. It was just a oh, random come on. And a girl that she was dating, and it was all planned that they were going to bring her on at some point, and Demi was going to use the show to basically come out.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, wow, such a... T- such a work. I feel so used. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. So she, uh, she, she gets in. Also,
3: a, I was hoping it was like Andy Dorfman or something. Oh yeah.
2: Now, now it's nobody. Anybody knows that. Uh, uh, no, that's a bummer. They bring on and um, you know.
3: Oh, by yeah. the way, um, Steve, yeah. I, I I heard uh, Chris Harrison promoting something that is uh, ultimately going to be a competitor to to you last night, and I thought, wow. How far has media and the way people consume things come? You have Chris Harrison on broadcast television at the finales of one of his franchises. You have him promoting a podcast, promoting a brand new podcast with a couple famous contestants. How far so has lame. how far has this come so lame. when they're are promoting on a broadcast somebody's podcast? Yep.
2: Yeah, I think and the other thing, I think the main thing about the Ally and Rachel podcast, because I went and just kind of the fact it like obviously there's a lot of Bachelor Nation contestants that have podcasts, but this is gonna be the official Bachelor Nation podcast, meaning that whoever gets eliminated on Monday is basically going to be allowed to immediately go on Allie and Rachel's yeah. so, like, that's how they're going to promote their podcast is that we're getting right. the guy or girl that's eliminated on Monday. They'll be on our podcast Wednesday every single week. Basically. And to me, they're to in me, business with the who, show. Who, 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 right. Yeah. Who, that's exactly.
3: totally uninteresting. That just yeah. means you're going to get the same company fed of shit. Of course. Like, oh, yeah. There's not going to, there's nothing behind the scenes that you're going to no know good stuff. Nope. Like to me, that the, the tube, uh, Bachelor podcasts that you're you're getting the most information out of is the reality steve podcast, which is all the spoilers. Yeah. And then the Bachelor um the Bachelor Lifestyle yep. podcast. Yep. Those are the two that you're getting at real. Like we there's there is no kowtowing. This is
1: real company. talk. Yep.
2: You know hundred yeah. percent. We have takes. Absolutely. <laughs> (laughs)
1: strong takes not weak takes some people have weak takes and you don't want to have weak takes you want to have strong takes and you want to bring it bring your strong takes Uh, okay Is, is there anything else jason stewart
3: no, we're good, dude. Bachelor in Paradise, right? We're gonna, yeah, gonna we're, uh, keep this going, right? Yeah, we're
1: gonna keep it going for Bachelor in Paradise. Yes. Of course, it's the like this this Bachelorette. It's the it's the worst of the franchise. The best of the franchise is Bachelor in Paradise. That's where everybody gets together. They're on a game show, and then at some point, Chris Harrison shows up and says, "You guys need to figure out if you're going to get engaged." And then people just go, <laughs> "Oh fuck, I better get engaged." It's the best. It's the best thing in the world. I love it. Uh, Steve, can I can, yes? Can I give a
2: teaser of how many
1: we have yes. this season? I won't yes. say
2: obviously who. Yeah, we have three engagements
1: three, on Paradise. What? This year. <laughs> three none of so of the people that have gotten engaged on Bachelor in Paradise, um, there's been so. Did Tanner and Jade were they a Bachelor in Paradise couple? Tanner,
2: they, they just Jade. had a baby last night, right? And yeah. yeah, she had it in the closet.
1: Yeah. I mean, amazing. So they're married. Um, But that
2: is Carly and Evan.
1: Oh, right. Carly and Evan turns out. Evan's really rich. Carly couldn't stand Evan. And then at some point she must have got found out that Evan is super wealthy and now they're a very happy, happy couple. I forgot about them. Of course, who could forget um, Lacey and Marcus who had a fake wedding and then never saw each other again.
2: Yeah. um, Last season's one of last season's couples, Goose and Crystal. Oh, yeah. Their, their wedding is actually on Paradise this season. They, get married, they got married during Paradise. So that's three oh, I'm into that. weddings that we have. Wow. Is, is there a fourth? Uh, well, I guess. No, I think that's I think that's it. Carly and Evan. Uh, Jaden Tanner, Carly and Evan. Now Chris and Crystal. What, Goose what, and Crystal, whatever you want
1: to Do Ashley, them. I, and Jared count? I mean, they've... Uh, they didn't really hook up on the show
2: they met met on paradise they had two seasons of back and forth they never left paradise as an engaged couple right right but so i mean they're they're from the paradise family but if we're counting paradise engagements doesn't count no doesn't No. yeah would be but yeah they're getting married in a couple weeks actually so wow
3: so before we sign off i need to in retrospect um Say that, may the. I will say this the strongest part of this podcast, which recapped the bachelorette in 2019, the strongest part of this podcast was not. Steve's analogy that uh Jed is the Trevor Bauer of the Bachelorette.
1: I just, <laughs> no, I think it's great. I, I think that's a great analogy. No,
3: no, the, the Indians aren't aren't in the penthouse. The Indians are like tops they're they're In the middle of the
1: road. They're, middle, they're like so on, they're, on the seventh floor.
2: Two game lead in the playoffs in the wild card. That, that wild makes card. it we yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yass- can we do the opposite? Yasiel Puig went from the outhouse to the penthouse because yeah. now he- on a shitty team, and now he's in the playoffs. Now he's that? on
1: a slightly less shitty team
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> in
1: Ohio. All right. Reality it's Steve, fun, fun you James. are the best. We are so stoked to have you here. It's uh, really like a, a great honor that you would stay up late after the finale, The Bachelorette, to do this show. You are the best. Thank you very much. For Jason well, Stewart. Well, thank thank you. you. Yes, thank you. For Jason Stewart. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been the finale of Hannabee's season of The Bachelor Lifestyle. Bachelor paradise starts next week so we'll see you then paradise is the key to the fantasy suite. falls each season sleep with your third or fourth girl of a week we're making a connection and falling in love we chill in the mansion outside the hot tub we start in LA and then we travel the world we toast some champagne we got 32 girls we dance a hometown and who's the most hated? who had the best date and who's getting eliminated we always speculating like you wouldn't believe but I cheated locked on to reality see so it's the Bachelor Lifestyle we living in, it's the ball of Lifestyle we living in, it's the Bachelor Lifestyle
3: we living in.